Is your career stalled and moving nowhere fast? Then you should check out the cast class. The cast class is an exciting and interactive way to learn casting and splinting techniques. The cast class is 100% online with downloadable study material. Learn valuable skills to take your career to the next level with the cast class. Check us out on the web at thecastclass.com. Welcome to another episode of Sunshine from Heaven. Hey, we've got a very special guest. I mean, a divinely orchestrated guest on the line. I had an opportunity to fly out to California to visit some family and friends and just got directed me into the path of this young lady. And let me tell you what, her story is fantastic. Hey, Miss Angie, how are you doing today? I am blessed. How are you doing today? Oh, same, blessed, just, man, just excited about what God is doing and want to jump right into this interview. Amen to that. Let's do it. Hey, so let me ask you this. If someone came up and asked you, who is Angie? What would you, how would you answer that question? Yeah, that's a complicated question. It's um, a little difficult to be able to answer that in a, a short you know, answer just because there's there's a lot of layers. Um, overall, I am I am me. I'm a child of God. I am here solely due to His grace. Um, Ooh, and you know, I am I am here solely to serve Him and to spread the word of the wonderful things that He can do. That's pretty much it. And what I love about God is that. He puts us in these individual packagings that some of them look like, hey, that came straight from God. But then some of the packages, you're like, I don't know if that's from God or not. But you never know until you take the time to talk to somebody. Right. We have right. to get rid of this preconceived notions of what God's packaging looks like. Exactly. Because God has his own plan. He's got a <laughs> very big master plan and you never know what he's got behind closed doors and you never know who he's got at your feet presenting themselves one way or another. Exactly. Let me let me ask you this, maybe uh, Angie and I met on Venice Beach about a week ago. Now, if you had to guess, how many t-shirt shops do you think are on that strip on Venice where we met? Oh, man. Um, probably, probably a good 20 a good 20 t-shirt shops. I know we have four different shops. Okay. Okay. So I went into one and came out really quickly. And the very next shop I went into, you happened to be there. And I was just being my silly self. And sure enough, God showed up. Is there anything like you in the store? And your response was so... Uh, so beautiful you said ah, i'm kind of a one of a kind right i am and how how awesome is that and and when you said that i was like wow and you like hey where are you guys from and i said well my brother's from new orleans we're visiting i said but i'm here from houston your face just instantly changed why did your face change when i told you i'm from houston because that's where i'm from <laughs> now 20 t-shirt shops and i walk into the one shop that the lady in there is from where I'm from. Hold right. On. But but wait, there's more. <laughs> yes. 
Then I say, hey, I work for uh, the Methodist in the medical center. And you say, that's where my life was saved at. <laughs> my goodness. Ooh. What a small world. So tiny. So tiny. So tiny. Indeed. But I want you to tell uh, the listeners how the Houston, uh, uh, the medical center changed your life. Okay, so um, hopefully I can keep your attention through this because um, it's kind of deeply involved. I am a born and raised Houstonian, and in 2012, I was 22 years old. My little brothers and I went to the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo, and I got on the, um, I'm trying to think of what the name of the ride was, but it's the one that's shaped like a flying saucer, and it pins you up against the wall when it goes really fast around. Oh, it's um, called, uh, one of the names is called the Gravitron. That, there you go. Yes. Yes, the Gravitron. So I got on that, and, and I always loved that ride. And when I got on it, something changed. Um, I passed out on the ride. Um, I just wasn't right after that. And I started having this really bad headache, went and saw a doctor, and come to find out I had this life-changing neurological brain condition called Chiari wow. Malformation. Within just a few months, I'm talking from March of 2012 to July of 2012, I had declined so rapidly and so aggressively. There was a lot of concern if I was going to be able to walk again after all of this. My neurosurgeon, his name is Peter Yeh. That man, glory be to God, the morning of my first brain surgery, while we're in there with the chaplain and we're all praying and you know trying to just get through that morning before they take me in for this surgery, I prayed for this man's hands, okay? I prayed that the morning, you know, started off smoothly, that he didn't have any issues with his family, any problems at home, no anxiety, no nothing. You know, I told everybody, don't pray for me. You know, pray for this man who my life is in his hands. Right, you know, God, right. God's got me. God's lifted me all the way to this point. You know, I need to make sure this man is walking beside God as well. And... Um, I went in for that first surgery and we knew that there was going to likely be complications. We just didn't know what to expect. So two days after the first surgery, which was a posterior fossa decompression and a C1, C2 laminectomy, I started leaking spinal fluid out of one of the incisions on my head and I was leaking a lot of spinal fluid. So they had to rush me in after they tried to stop it bedside, um, they ended up having to rush me in for a second surgery to insert a VP shunt to help with alleviating all the fluid on my brain and help redirecting it into my stomach. That way I could just flush it out. Over the course of the next 10 years, up until last year, I spent back and forth in the hospital and it was always Methodist. They, I can't tell you how many lumbar punctures they have performed. I cannot tell you how many different procedures they've performed. They've performed alone five brain surgeries on me mm -hmm. um, since 2012. And you firsthand yourself seen me, you would never know unless I spoke of it. No, um, yes, no there, you would not have a clue. No. And in the process, I also suffered a stroke behind one of my eyes. And mm -hmm. then during my fourth brain surgery, or maybe it was my fifth brain surgery. During one of the last ones, I suffered a stroke during the surgery. Um, and they were able to immediately handle it, immediately react and 
and react in a way that was beneficial instead of like, okay, this is a maybe. I've even because of all the medications and everything that they give you during these surgeries, um, I suffered pretty substantial kidney damage in 2017. Uh -huh. And by the grace of God himself, he has led me down the path that I am on now that has opened my eyes, that has helped me fight for myself. He has given me the strength to be able to stand up every day. Right. He has given me the motivation to educate myself so that I'm not ignorant on, on any of these health conditions. And it's it's all all because of him. Like and Methodist without Methodist, I don't I don't think I would be here. If I was in right. another hospital, I, I don't think I would have such a good outcome. I mean, I've even gone all the way to New York City to meet with um, neurosurgeons there, um, actually because of Johnny Cash's oldest daughter, Roseanne Cash. She flew, her and another uh, country singer named Rodney Crowell flew me to New York in 2018 to meet with her neurosurgeon just because things were so bad. One day I just laid back and, you know, I said, I, I can't do this anymore. I can't fight by myself anymore. I can't, I don't have it in me to do this without God by my side. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, there's so many people that I owe so much to for my ability to stand here right now. Uh, isn't that, now I just find it amazing that as you started to wind that story up, I know there's so much more you could tell, but it was not until you really decided that, hey, I can't do this anymore by myself is when you were able to, as the saying go, let go and let God. Amen. Amen. It's funny how we get in the way so much, just, just in simple things. If we would just let God do what is orchestrated instead of going the long way around, we could save ourselves a lot of time and headache. Amen. We are the only ones stopping ourselves from succeeding. Like yes. we are hindering ourselves by not having faith, you know, and yes. I, I don't ever want to say that I, I didn't believe in God. I didn't believe in my own faith. You know, wow. I grew up in churches. I, you know, I, I grew up reading the Bible. I was a little girl that was sitting on my front porch when I was five reading the Bible to people like, hey, just sit down and let me read you this story, you know, <laughs> but it took me going yes. through hell for me to have that faith, not the knowledge, right. but the faith. Right. And, right. you know, and that's just scratching the surface, you know, of, of everything that happened. Um, there there was so many more medical problems you know that intertwined in the mix that most people would have just given up on you know there right. last year i was getting bone marrow biopsies done all sorts of stuff because they thought i had bone cancer and wow. it turned out it's not bone cancer but it is it's a very severe immune i don't i don't know how to really work it's it's an immune deficiency that i have now due wow. to the first brain surgery. Um, oh, I got a cadaveric, yes. I got a cadaveric dura patch instead of um, from my own fasciolata, which is the, the membrane around your muscles. So because I got the cadaveric dura patch, I now have a prion disease that causes like, um, okay, so the body has five different immuno immunoglobulins by textbook and it presents itself as cancer. But what it's doing is it's just, it's tearing down my immune system, you know, with each passing day. 
you know, when I first got told all this, it scared me. Like, I was like, I know that this is going to kill me. They can't put a timeline on it. It's right. just, just got to be comfortable. And that was my moment where I really fell back into my faith and was like, you know what? I can't, I can't control this anymore. I have a purpose here, you know, and until that purpose is fulfilled, I know strongly in my faith, God's going to keep me here. He's made Amen. sure of that. You know, I've had so many chances. Yeah. I could have went to the other side by now. And right, he right. made sure I'm still here. He made sure I'm standing here telling this story with you right now. So many opportunities to give up or just because uh, being sick, I'm saying just with the flu for a few days is exhausting. Right. So I can't even imagine that here I am neurologically unstable and the thought of uh, my brain not functioning the way it should be functioning can be quite frustrating. It's it's frustrating. It's frightening. It's it makes you doubt yourself. Right. And that was my breaking moment for like, OK, I can't trust myself, but I can. I can't trust God. Ooh, what? Yes, so. ma'am. He said, and, and I can trust him for I, I think I think he's 162 billion and oh, he's never lost. I, I believe that's his nope. record, something like that. Nope. And because of him, even even when I don't win, I never lose. Never ever. What? Come on now. I'm 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 a, what's your cash app? I'm gonna have to send you an offer. That's a good <laughs> word right there. <laughs> uh, dollar sign A crater. <laughs> he said, even <laughs> when I don't win, I don't lose. Yep. Hey man, that's 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 a good word right there. So if I could ask you to, if you had to tell somebody, what was the number one encouraging thing it, it, aside from knowing that God got you, that kept playing in your head to say, "This is why I'm going to make it." Okay, there's two things. Okay, and it was both by medical professionals. One of them was shortly before I had my first brain surgery. His name is Richard Urso. He is an ophthalmologist in the Houston area. Um, he kind of locates around Kingwood at the or Houston Eye Associates. He is a wonderful, wonderful man. Um, this Chiari malformation is a very rare disorder. And right. so anatomically, what it is, is your brain is too big for your skull. So it herniates down into your spinal column mm -hmm. and just starts just destroying your nervous system. When... I told him, you know, that uh, I was needing this MRI because they were suspecting Chiari malformation after this, um, the CT scan showed tonsillar ectopia. Um, he said to me very clearly, I'll never forget these words. If this is Chiari malformation, your life is about to change and nothing will ever be the same. <laughs> and I took that super lightheartedly um, right. because everything was still fresh. I didn't really understand how severe this was. And... Uh -huh. So that just kind of like rang true in my head, but that helped me grieve the life that I had before that I no longer have. Wow. Because I, okay. I had to, the old me before I got sick, I had to mourn her. I had to, it was like a friend of mine that died because I will wow. never be that same person. And his words okay. helped me realize that. The Good. second thing was there was a nurse at Methodist Hospital. I think she was the um, head nurse in the neurosurgery or the neurosurgery unit which is the jones tower it was either the fourth or the fifth floor um her name was Re rebecca steinley and she told okay. me she said if you do not advocate for yourself these doctors will kill you because they don't mm. know what this is they don't it's a practice there was something so honest about that statement and 
that I've always attributed that God was speaking to me through her and telling me, hey, I'm giving you the strength now to educate yourself. And that was when my education for these disorders started. And I was able from that point forward to to advocate for myself. You know, I, w- I was able to save my life in so many different scenarios. I've had doctors try to treat me for low spinal fluid pressure when I was suffering tremendously from high spinal fluid pressure. And then something like that situation, he would have treated me in a way that would have raised my spinal fluid pressure back up. Okay. Or at least the volume of my spinal fluid and which would have killed me. And they would have easily been able to attribute that towards, you know, a neurological incident um, because I was so sick and, and it frightened me. I even asked that doctor and I won't say his name because I don't want to legally be held responsible for anything, but I asked him how frightening that is for him and he just kind of brushed it off and i was like so if 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 what your if if your reaction to this is true i i'm concerned genuinely of how many patients you've had who who passed away who were written off as neurological you know some kind of neurological episode that ended their life or some kind of of medical you know emergency that that costed them their life when really it was your fault and his response was was regarding my tone to him it wasn't about what i was saying it was my tone and i was like you know i hope and i i will i will forever tell people if they are talking to me and they are going to see you i will forever lean them away from you that's frightening and, and it it just made me realize there he's not the only one that's like that i had taken some pre-med classes before i got sick and uh-huh. now that you know my health is a lot better and I have a much better handle on it, um, one thing that I keep being drawn to is getting back in and and going to med school. You know, going wow. to be a doctor of some kind. I want to help people not end up in the situations I was in that I got blessed and and highly favored enough to be able to get out of it. Wow, that's yeah. Like I said, that is God. Just oh. That's just such a fantastic testimony to be able to tell people that some people don't get to have this second half of their life. They pray when they go into the emergency room and or into the operating room and they don't make it out. Right. I mean, and just okay, just in June, um, I had a medical incident occur and I was dead for 12 minutes. Mm. You know, I for no reason should I be here other than to be able to tell my story, to be able to help save someone else's life, you know, wow. in, in hopes that someone hears what I have to say and says, hey, I, I understand that, you know, and I've gone into doctor's offices to see doctors for myself and ended up having such profound interactions with people that I still to this day stay in contact with who it changed their lives. Um, there was a young lady who was 16 that I met one day in a doctor's office and she was frightened. She just got diagnosed with a PRE malformation. She didn't know what she was going to do. She was so scared. And by the end of it, by the end of our interaction, she was calm. She was excited. She was like, you know what? I'm so thankful that I talked to you because like there's a PREans that we call ourselves zipper heads. And okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I kept telling her, I was like, we have a whole community and we would love to welcome you into it, you know, with open arms. We all call each other zipper heads. Like it's we're, we're our own tribe, you know, and right. it's, it's hard, but we're here for each other, you know, and we're here 
to help each other get through it. And um, the mother of this young lady was so thankful. Her and I stay in contact still as well. I'll say the mother's name because she was an adult. Her name was Christy and she was lovely. She still is lovely. And it, it meant so much to me whenever they reached out to me afterwards and, and told me how much I had changed the young lady's perception of what was happening. And that's all I ever want to do. And God's giving me that ability to do that. I'm going to continue to pray that whatever God has for you, that he allows you to walk out that path. Uh, even though the obstacles might say different, uh, nothing uh, can stop you when God is on your side. So I truly believe that if that is what he has for you, that I'm looking forward to talking to Dr. Angie real soon. Amen to that. Um, <laughs> just like the book of Luke states, for or with God, nothing is impossible. Yes, yes. Amen. Man, I am so just, I, I know this was divinely orchestrated. I'm so thankful that you took the time to share your story because I truly believe that someone is going to be encouraged and to know that the faith that they have is enough in them if they will just activate it and work on what they have. It doesn't take a lot. You just have to walk it out. You Exactly. Just walk it out. And if you're too tired from walking it out, lay down. It's okay. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with laying down because if you lay down and you are strong in your faith, you yes. know you're going to be wrapped around a warm, thick blanket by God himself. Hey, man. Yes. Like I said, sometimes we don't even have to move. Just have to have the nope. faith to believe uh, that it's going to happen. Right, right. Because sometimes when we move, we mess up. You yes. know, but if we yes. have faith and we just stand still and let God scoop us up and carry us and, and help us yes. through, you know, yes. sometimes that's what we need. Sometimes you have to lay down. Sometimes you have to just stop. Yes, that the Bible tells us that be still and know that I am God. Amen. And if you know that, then there's nothing that's impossible for you. Well, Miss right. Angie, I am so thankful for you and uh, that you held true to your word and that you uh, came on the sunshine to give this fantastic testimony. And I know that your story is not yet done. And I no. hope that we get an opportunity to uh, revisit with you and just hear more of how God is just changing things and people and situations in your life. I would be honored to be back on and, and update you guys as I go. Well, hey, well, we're, you know, our uh, Instagram it's a sunshine from heaven and uh, the podcast. I hope that people will hear it and share it and uh, just tell the world that God is able to do above and beyond what we can ask or even imagine. Amen. All right. Hey, thank you so much. And man, we'll be in touch with you real soon. Okay, please. Yes, take sir. To the sunshine. Continue to share God's word. And remember, share a little sunshine.